Hey, everybody, Chad coming at you with another um, hopefully really encouraging little devotional thought, this time out of the the book of Acts, chapter 13. I wrote a little um, uh, devotional a couple days ago, but I thought I'd put it in a, in a video format as well for those who like listening or watching things instead of reading. Uh, I encourage both so that it really gets in you. So uh, the, the topic is called Being Set Apart, Sent, and Sourced. And this is a beautiful paradigm and passage for us to reflect on as we all think about what is the big purpose of life, what is my assignment, what am I called to do in the greater purposes of God? How do I fit in his body? How do I fit in his kingdom purposes for the world, my workplace, my family, my friendships, my relational networks, etc.? And so all of us want to know what we're set apart for, what we're being sent to do, and if we'll have the necessary resources and power to accomplish the very thing we've been set apart and sent to do. And this beautiful passage really illustrates the answer is yes to all three. So Acts 13. Now, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And I love this. This prophetic praying, worshiping environments, they're like a greenhouse for the call of God and his missional advancement in the earth. And so I love the diversity of this body. Antioch is one of my favorite churches to study in the book of Acts for multiple reasons. They had a sort of a worshiping and praying ethos. They were committed to sharing the gospel with those that many thought were unreachable, the Gentiles, etc. It was They had a radical vision for discipleship for a whole year. They were taught and trained by the Apostle Paul and Barnabas, and they were committed to the mission of God going forth in the earth. And so I just, I really love the, the, the believers at Antioch for multiple, multiple reasons. So this environment of worship and prayer and fasting created a greenhouse where it was easy for the Holy Spirit to highlight specific individuals for specific assignments. And I want to just draw our attention that this was no ordinary gathering. The group viewed their first ministry to Jesus. I love that they were they were ministering to the Lord in worship and in fasting and obviously in prayer. And when we minister to him first, Jesus will undoubtedly bring us in on his heart to minister to others. This really cannot be overstated in its importance. That if we'll posture ourselves, there was I think it was Count Zinzendorf from the Moravians, that as we minister to the Lord and seek his face, he'll undoubtedly, as we, as we, as we seek the Savior of men, he'll, he'll put his heart inside of us for the things he's passionate about. And we see this here in this Antiochian environment. The Holy Spirit said, set apart Barnabas and Saul for the work to which he called them. And this is the very first step, the call of God and consecration to that calling. I already highlighted these men had uniquely been shaped by over a year of teaching and training a host of brand new disciples in Antioch. They had history, they had gifts, they had fruit, and they had preparation. So the Holy Spirit taps them and says, set them apart. I absolutely love that this call of God 
came in the midst of the, the assembly of believers. If we're honest with each other, obviously we are so uh, just bent on like our individualized culture that like the concept of figuring out our purpose with other believers may seem foreign to us, but this is God's safeguard and God's actual design. In the midst of friends, teachers, and prophets, and in the midst of a, a, a familiar environment, they'd already been there for over a year, teaching and training, winning people to Jesus, discipling new believers. In that context, the call of God by the Holy Spirit would come. And beloved, I can't encourage this enough. If you're uh, whether you're considered Radiant Central Coast home or whatever church you're, or you're looking for a church or whatever, get rooted, get established. It's in that environment where, that exalts Jesus, that preaches the full gospel, the full word that's about seeking first his kingdom and righteousness, exalting Jesus, his cross and his kingdom. In that environment, the Lord wants to release specific words for specific people for specific assignments. And that doesn't mean necessarily, as we're going to see, go on this actual itinerant missionary journey, but it can mean go into your workplace with a renewed vision. It can be go into your family with a renewed heart and vision of what God can do in your marriage or with your kids or your, your spouse or with your, your roommates or people you do life with or what you can do in your school place. It's really about getting caught up in the vision of God. So after the Holy Spirit says set them apart, what happens next? So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. This is so instrumental and integral. The affirmation of the call of God by the body of believers and commissioning for their unique assignment, the Holy Spirit highlighted. So this is why the body of Christ is so important. They affirm the call. Yep, the Spirit, we, we all agree the Spirit has, has called you to this. They affirmed the call, and then they got to be a commissioning body for the unique assignment the Holy Spirit highlighted for both for both Barnabas and Saul. So they're set apart. They were, they were called, and they gave themselves to that calling with a yes in their heart. After they're set apart, what happens? Then the two of them are sent on their way by the Holy Spirit. They went down to Seleucia and sailed there to Cyprus. So after they're set apart, it's the Holy Spirit who then sends them into ministry. And why is it so important not just to be set apart by the Spirit, but also be, to be sent by the Spirit? Right here in verse 8, but Elymas, the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. When we, when we discern the call of God, that he sets us apart for himself and then for a specific assignment and purpose, that he sends us with the affirmation and the encouragement of the body is so important because fulfilling the thing we're set apart and sent to do is going to be hard. I remember years ago I was thinking about, oh, if only I heard God's voice more clearly and knew what I was supposed to do. But when I read church history, salvation history, revival history, missionary history, honestly, the clearer the call God makes his calling for assignment, usually the steeper the price. You can, I think you can almost basically quote me on that. So we're crying out for clarity, but the Lord's like, I have made it clear. Go, you're going to be confident that I've set you apart and that I'm sending you. It's not just your favorite teacher or podcast person or talking head, or it's not just what they think is cool or relevant, but God actually wants to tap each of us in that worship prayer, fasting, 
that that Christ-saturated, exalted environment. He wants to, his voice to pierce through all the noise to each one of his sons and daughters with a specific purpose and assignment. Now, it's not like my specific purpose is only mine and then you have your, no, we're gonna labor together. And his purposes are s- sort of clear as far as his grand purposes, uh, like in the great commandment and the great commission to love him wholeheartedly, neighbor as ourself and to disciple nations. So under that umbrella and then on earth as it is in heaven, your kingdom come, your will be done. But there's so much bandwidth and latitude under that meta canopy to discern God's specific assignment and calling. And, and that we're set apart by the Spirit and then sent by the Spirit, as we're saying, is super important because on the, on the path of fulfilling that calling, there will be opposition to the very thing we've been sent and assigned to do. Hearing the voice of God, waiting for the timing of God, leaning in and listening to the people of God to discern, affirm, and commission are paramount. These are foundations that cannot be shaken no matter the cost or consequence of the of following the call of God. And I just hear this echoing in my heart. I've been counseled forever. If we know that he's spoken, if the Spirit set us apart, if we, we have that sense of, of being propelled into that assignment, that purpose, that mission, whatever it may be in your life or in mine, being courageous and and that that's been done in the discernment of the body of Christ with other believers around us who can nurture, who can discern, who can who know our our gifts, our history, our our calling. They know what makes us happy, sad, mad, and glad. They can help us discern. You don't have to do any of this alone. These are so important because they serve as like a foundation that when the going gets tough, and it will, fulfilling the call of God, whatever the shape, style, or whatever he's called you to do or me to do, there's going to be adversity, difficulty. This is life, period. And especially life in the kingdom. So many references we could quote. When we follow the call of God, it's not the easy road, but it's it's the fulfilling road because we know we're doing it with that purpose that the Holy Spirit has set us apart to do. So in that environment of worship and fasting and prayer, the Spirit speaks, he says, set these guys apart, and then the Spirit sends, and then last little s, because that's how God talks to me in alliteration. He doesn't just set apart, he doesn't just send, but he sources us to accomplish that calling. Elimaeus the sorcerer, that I've already read that, tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elimaeus and said, you are a child of the devil, an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. And immediately mist and darkness came over him. And he groped, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. The Spirit will source the whole ministry or assignment undertaking as we stay and step with the Spirit. Paul was filled with the source and supply of the Spirit's power and authority to overcome adversity and opposition. And we can be confident of this. Again, not everyone's going to pack up and go on an, a literal itinerant missionary assignment, but the missionary call of God is shared by all of the people of God. God loved the world that he sent his son into it to save it. God loves the world, so he sends every believer into it with our unique vocation, our unique calling, our unique talents, our unique abilities, our unique assignments 
to again participate in his grand mega theme of his kingdom coming and being established on earth as it is in heaven. And this happens when sinners are born again, where the born again baby believer is discipled and grows to full maturation and then is sent into their world, their relational networks, their workplace, etc., living for the purposes of God. This is how it works. So yes, there are still, God sends missionaries, but in a real, and that's amazing. And maybe you're called to that, to the nations, to plant churches, to plant prayer houses, to serve the poor, whatever it might be. Or maybe all of us share, and not maybe, we all share the missionary call of God and that we're being sent always into our world to bear witness to the reign and rule of King Jesus, to, bear, to do good work, to build things that add life and vitality and vibrancy to whatever place we call home, wherever our address is. And in that specific assignment we're set apart for, we're sent to do, we will be sourced by the Holy Spirit in the midst of opposition, adversity, and difficulty. This is the will of God for every one of us. That what if each of us, again, whatever it may be, in any of the, the like I said in yesterday's teaching, any of the seven cultural mountains, uh, media, art, entertainment, um, nonprofit, government, first responders, business, the church, I think that's all seven, but these, these seven mega themes or, or, or mountains or cultural streams that shape our cities and our civilization. All of us get to part, and family, that's the other, the other one. We're being sent into these spaces and places, and the Lord wants us to live out of his redemptive purpose. And the best way to discern how we fit in his grand narrative is by signing up to, to being deeply committed to a local body of believers. I can't say this enough, as not just because I'm a pastor and a leader in God's house, but this is the best way to grow and to discern what God has uniquely shaped and called you to do. So the Holy Spirit sets apart, the Holy Spirit sends, the Holy Spirit sources and supplies. And then the last one, this is the bonus one. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed for he was amazed at the teaching of the Lord. The Lord will have people ready to respond, whatever the ministry or assignment or place in your workplace for which he has set you apart and sent you and sourced you. When we refuse to quit, shrink back in the face of opposition, setbacks, and persecution. This is an opportunity, beautiful verse, for the word of the Lord to, bonus S, to spread through a whole region. The word and work of the Lord will spread. For those who are keeping track, that's the bonus S. And the will and work of God is not just accomplished by literal missionaries as we think about it in the classic historic uh, way. But when all of God's people live out of that sense of being set apart, sent and sourced by the Spirit for God's redemptive purposes in our world. Now, you may be going, well, what is, I'm a school teacher. How do I participate in that? Or I'm a, I'm a police officer. I'm a first responder. Or I'm a stay-at-home mom. Or I'm retired. Well, those questions are why we need the body of Christ. That's how we actually get to discern together what fulfilling God's specific assignment and the specific season of life that we're in. This is why the body of Christ is so beautiful. We get to discern those things. And it's almost like playful. We get to discover and to discern and to try things. And then we get to share stories and 
get prayer where things didn't go like we thought they should, and then be encouraged again, go at it again. God's word will not return void. And if we'll do that, each believer living out of that being set apart and sent and sourced by the Holy Spirit, the word of the Lord and the work of the Lord will actually spread and has the capacity to spread and to transform whole regions. Look at that verse again. The word of the Lord spread through the whole region. This is what we want. As Paul will say later, God's word is not chained. Even though I'm suffering to the point of being chained like a criminal, I endure everything for the sake of the elect that they too may obtain salvation that is in Christ Jesus. God's word is not chained and the message of the Lord, 2 Thessalonians 3, can spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. As for other brothers, pray for us. And so the mission and purpose of God, the message of the Lord spreads rapidly when prayer, faith, and perseverance are joined together. So what is my parting word in summary? It's a little screen I made for it. Don't lose heart, beloved. God does have special assignments for each one of his kiddos that he sets us apart, he sends us, and he'll source us. And as we discern that together, and we don't lose heart, we don't quit when it gets difficult, but we stay anchored in community, living on purpose, living on mission for God in our workplace, in our world, throughout our relationships. We just say, God, send me, source me. You've set me apart for your redemptive purposes, and I'm not gonna quit. If we'll do that together, we also, like Acts 13 said, the word of the Lord could spread through our entire families, family trees, friendship circles, neighborhoods, relational networks, workplace, and world. That's the little devotional thought. Again, to summarize, God will set us apart, he'll send us, and then he'll source us. So I just wanna pray right now, Lord, that you would just speak a word of encouragement over your people who are watching this or someone who's, who's wondering, what's my calling? What's my assignment? What has God shaped me for? I just pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to be released. God, I pray that anyone watching this who's not plugged in, I mean plugged in to a body of believers, that they would sense the Spirit's grace to find a church that preaches the gospel, that lifts up Jesus, his cross and his kingdom, that cares about people, cares about their city, cares about the presence and the purposes of God. Lord, I just pray you would just draw people. Lord, it's been a tough couple years. Many of us have been in siloed and and, and uh, you know pushed into spaces where we feel all alone, but I'm asking you would just combat that spirit in the name of Jesus and that people would connect with others who are seeking first your kingdom and righteousness as well. And I just pray for the call of God to go forth even now, a specific assignment to which the Holy Spirit would set apart, send, and source my brothers and sisters this day and into this new season of summer and into the fall. God, we thank you that this is best done with others. So I just pray you'd strengthen the body of Christ here on the Central Coast where I live and where whoever is watching this, that they'd be strengthened, they would be blessed, and that, Lord, you would begin to speak in such an unbelievable way when we gather and as our first ministry is unto you, and then you'll give us that, Lord, that unction, you'll give us that insight, you'll set us apart for your redemptive purposes in our world, for your glory and for the good of those around us. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you have any questions or any comments, I'd love to hear from you about what you've been set apart, sent, and sourced to do. And if we don't quit, the word of the Lord and the work of the Lord can spread 
throughout entire regions. Let's believe for that and go for it together in the grace of Christ. We'll see you next time.